Hello, hello, Palalas. How's it going? Good morning. This is uh, September 14th, 2020. Welcome to another episode of the new Kanaka podcast. I am Kaulana, um, and I will be taking you through some information today, you know. Um, I, I've been talking about a lot of ideas and a lot of what I want to see and what I want, what the goal of this podcast was. But, you know, I'm going to start dedicating um, some of these podcasts to actual answers and actual stuff that we can do to get ahead. Um, because talking about it is one thing, but actually talking about what to do is another thing. Yeah. And, and, and once you have that knowledge, now you have the ability to act on it. So I just want to take a step back and just to understand what this podcast is about and, and, and the ideas behind it. And I went over the concept, right? We na ali'i. And just to reiterate, what I mean by that is it's a, it's a playoff of we, the people of the um, Constitution. And, and I wanted to take that because we as Hawaiians, we are American Hawaiian or Hawaiian American, whichever way you want to look at it. But we grew up in an American Hindu society. Right. Or economy. So now we need to understand that, because when we do and it's not to say that, oh, we, you know, I'm not trying for, you know, diminish America, um, Hawaiians or Americans or anything. But what I'm saying is understand it and just, just I don't want to say accept it, but just realize that that's what it is. That's the system that we have in place around us. However, we identify ourselves in that system matters. But understanding the system around us matters because now when we understand the system, we can utilize it to our advantage and and move forward all right we na ali'i we uh, if you're listening to this podcast you you live in a home or or wherever you live you are the ali'i in your household and you have the responsibility and you have the ability to change the way you think and change the trajectory of your life and your household just by opening your mind and, and making that realization that, yes, this is the system we live in. And now let me pour into you some information to identify the, the flaws and the ways to take advantage of this system. Right. And it's all to do with information. Right. The information that we have, it isn't sacred. Or, or, you know, back in the days, our information was delayed. We would, we would not get movies or we would not get songs or we would not get technology until a month, two months, a year later because we live in the middle of the ocean. It costs money to ship things here or just things was slower here. The ideas for people to pick up those ideas and transmit it amongst each other to the point it gets to you was delayed because... A large part of it is our our modern local culture and traditions. And I'm not talking about the Hawaiian culture, the Kanaka culture. No, I'm talking about us as people living in Hawaii. We are viewed as this laxed and and you know, just whole hum type of people where just things just happen and we're not too aggressive and we just are happy just being in Hawaii where that thinking has took hold in us in some point, right? When we get off of work, we're not thinking about, okay, I just finished my job. Now I got to work on my business and now I got to make sure that Uh, Besides the retirement from my job, I want to make sure I have something set up so I can find something to retire into, not 
retire from my job, but I want to do something that I truly enjoy and something that will will get me enough of whatever it is that I can live outside of the the constraints of my job, right? So when we get off of work nowadays, uh, you know, a large, a large population, the vast majority of our local young 20s to 30s, maybe even 40s, our, our idea is, okay, you know what? I got off of work. I like chill. I like relax. And, and we go to the store and we buy beer and we buy poke and we buy, we buy stuff that we don't need, stuff that don't move us forward. And in fact, it moves us backwards because after 15, 20, 30 years of drinking beers, four, five nights a week, you start to develop problems, health issues. And now your habit that cost you, on, you know, 20, 30 bucks a day, it cost you all of that money that you spent over the years, Right. All the missed opportunity that you could have been putting your time, energy, and money into something else. And now you're addicted to alcohol. And now you have health consequences like a bad liver, high blood pressure, diabetes. And now you have doctor bills, medical bills that put you in the hole in debt because of this, you know, idea and this notion that, you know, I just like enjoy myself and chill because I just pawhana, right? And that is the mentality that I really wish we could say, okay, you know what, maybe, maybe three, four days of the week, I'm not going to do that. We can still enjoy ourselves, but maybe save them for the weekend or maybe save them for one day weekend, one day weekday, and that we would enjoy like that. But the rest of the time, hey, how's about we go and we create some memories and we create something for our family, whether it's going outside and, and planting one garden so that... Um, you're not dependent so much on going to the store every day, but you actually get lettuce and you get ulu and you get mango and lychee or whatever outside that you can go to your garden and get food for your salad or, or if you raise animals, you can get meat or, or whatever it is. You go fish, you go do something or you develop a system and you, get, you start yourself a business or you start yourself a side hustle, right? that now develops into something over time, instead of a negative habit developing into medical problems, you now invested your time, energy, and money into a positive habit that over the years develops into something not only profitable, but something that you and your family enjoy, right? That is the idea that I want to switch. These old, these old traditions of relax, I live in Hawaii, I live in paradise, let's enjoy it. We can still enjoy it. But how's about we put our foot forward and say, you know what? Because of the high cost of living, because of the poor wages, I need to do something else. I need to do something extra, right? Homes here cost, shucks, 450000 for a dilapidated home in, in Hilo. I dare you to go Kona and try to buy one home like that. You're looking at six, seven 700000 for the same house on a smaller property. Now, if you go to Maui, Kauai, Oahu, now you're dealing in the close to a million dollar range for the same house for an even smaller piece of land, right? So on our lower wages, how are we supposed to survive? How are we supposed to do this? We have to have our mind on the future and on being able to provide for our families, especially if we want to stay in the island, all right? So 
as you know with this podcast, your finances is very important. It is very important. Money does not buy happiness. Oh man, I love when people say that because I blow up the island. Right? I, I prove to them that, yeah, money does not buy happiness and it's not everything. But yet, everything that you do involve the money or involve you purchasing something with that money in order to get that happiness. And I'm like, I, I still don't, I don't agree either that money is not everything. I agree with that statement. But I also have the understanding that you need money in order to achieve that happiness or that, lo- that love that you desire. You need money in order to take your, your girlfriend out on a nice date, buy nice clothes to look good, cologne to smell good, or whatever it is. You need that money. So if we concentrate five years of our life on shoring up our finances and being as solid as you can, building a foundation, from then on, from that point on, you set. I'm not saying rich, but I just saying by then you have developed habits and you've you've laid the foundation that your money will do more for you than it ever has in the past, right? So now every single one of us live in a different situation. We live with different things, and our situations are different. So some of the stuff that I'm gonna say, while it does apply to every single person. It will affect each person differently because of the bills they have, because of the situations of their lives, the amount of kids, their jobs, how much they make. Their, every situation is different. But there is a way where we can now take that exact same dollar that we make and optimize that dollar. And what I mean by that is not the normal day-to-day thing. We get that dollar, we put it in the bank, and then when we spend that dollar, it does one thing for us. And that one thing is either save, pay off a debt, pay bills, or invest and and try and make more money. That dollar does one thing for us and one thing only. When we spend that dollar, we are now out of that dollar, right? But optimize, and this is what I'm taught, this is what I'm doing in my own life as well. And this is what I'm trying to express to you guys. Optimize. Each dollar does multiple things. That one dollar, you never lose it. If you put it in the right vehicle, you put it in the right place, you lay that foundation, right? And it does more than one thing. And some of those things are, it's you, you're able to save. You're able to spend that dollar and pay off debt or bills. At the same time, it's investing. Also, you're building credit. And that money is accessible at all times, more so than the bank. You can go and take out money without having to do a credit check or a loan application, right? And your, the money also serves to protect you and your family's livelihood, as well as there is no risk, right? If you take a look at these two situations, I spend this dollar and I lose it. And now I got to work again. I got to sacrifice hours and time of my life to making more money as opposed to, you know what, that $1, I now put it in a place where it grows risk-free. I can access it anytime to pay down bills, invest, pay off a debt, save, put towards a business, and it builds my credit the whole time, right? A smarter way of doing your finances, a smarter way of banking. That's what I'm saying. 
We got to get out of that old school thinking of, you know, I can go beach. And, and now our dollar is being spent on beer and on stuff and on ia instead of putting it someplace and then now go buy your beer. But you got to pay that back. But now you go buy your beer and your stuff and understand that, hey, you know, what? maybe I can cut this down to just a few days a week instead of every day like I normally do. So now in the future, see, you make it hard, well, not hard, but you make it a little bit more difficult for you right now. You go through the rough time right now while you're healthy, while you can work, while you can go out and make a living. So that in the future, when you're older and stuff creep up on you, like illness and tragedies in your life and anything the world throws at you, like this pandemic we're in, you're good. You have established that foundation now moving forward is a lot easier for you than if you didn't. Right? So, what I do is I help people strategically organize their finances to maximize each dollar and save on interest. We all, majority of us have debt, loans that we owe a principal and an interest. Now, the principal is the money you borrowed. You need to pay that back. But where, where we maximize your dollar is we cut that amount of interest that you pay drastically. What I mean by that, for example, you have a loan, say, I don't know, $10,000 $10, loan for a car, a personal loan, or whatever, a piece of land, right? That loan is accruing interest on a compounding basis, meaning that every day that you have an outstanding balance, they take a percentage of that outstanding balance and that's how much you owe for that day and every day they do that so every day every month at the end of the month your interest includes every single day's calculated interest added together and that's the amount that you pay for that month and then they throw a little bit of the principal on it so a lot of people pay high interest first only loans your payment might be five hundred dollars four hundred 40 of that goes to interest. 60 of that goes to principal. In the way that we do banking, we show you how to take your money and put it all to principal and make big chunks of payments to now reduce the amount of interest that you pay overall. Because if I pay $5,000 at the beginning of the month, towards principal on that loan, now every single day that the interest is calculated on the outstanding balance, which is $5,000, is less than if it was calculated on a $10,000 loan. And we show you how to put your money into an account where you can, act, you can access that money freely at any time to make those chunks on that payment. And we show you how to repay it on a regular basis with your paycheck Instead of putting your paycheck in your saving or in your checkings or savings account, no, you put it into another account or another vehicle where your money grows risk-free and you can access it at any time. You put your money in there. Now your money has grown by the entire amount of your paycheck. And when you take money out of that account, the value of that account that your, that your account has grown, it stays the same. And your money grows at, an, at a guaranteed interest rate at that same value. And then when you pull money out, 
it's your that amount stays the same and it still grows and eventually you pay that back and and now your money is working multiple times for you of all those things i said saving paying off debt investing building credit it's accessible no risk and protection right you save on your compound interest over that period of time that you're paying back as opposed to just paying your minimum payments and we all know that if you pay minimum payments, obviously a mortgage will take you 30 years. Now I'm talking about a system, a strategy that pays your mortgage down the same amount in nine years or less because you're saving on pure interest. You're paying your principal with the interest, if you understand that. We look at money different. We put ourselves into debt to make money or to pay off debt faster. We call that leverage. Right. For every right now, you're getting a one to one exchange for your dollar bill. What I'm talking about is for every dollar, you get a three times exchange rate. What the rich do, they take every dollar and they buy three times worth. If they take a hundred thousand dollar loan, they buy three hundred thousand dollars worth of real estate property. Or an investment to make three times the amount of money to pay back that one. That's what I'm talking about. We're doing the same thing that these people who know how to operate their finances do. Right? You never lose cash flow. Even while we pay off your debt or you invest or you save. Right? And the first step. So I just, I just informed you guys on smarter banking on smarter finances on smarter ways of operating maximizing your dollar but the first step is creating a budget and now you know you guys might be thinking and i've i've elaborated on this in a prior podcast you might be thinking oh but that's a budget you know i gotta restrict no the budget i'm talking about is not restricting you from anything. Hey, I talked about drinking. Like I said, I didn't tell you to quit drinking completely. I said, maybe we, maybe we understand what the end goal is and we cater to that. Don't quit drinking. But if you love drinking and that's what brings you joy, budget for it. Understand your numbers. Know how much you're spending on alcohol every week, every month. Heck, every day, know how much you're spending on alcohol so that now you can look forward and say, okay, I know I have this much money coming in and I know that I'm going to spend this much on beer. Now, you know that that's out of your equation, right? We bud- budgeting is just a plan. It's a plan for your money. It's what looking forward, knowing where all your money is going. Because if you're operating where you're just, you're just making money, you're just working, making money, and it goes into your account and you're just spending it until it reaches zeros and you're waiting for your next paycheck, you're, you're, you're in a losing game. You're in a losing battle. And every dollar that you spend towards something that not, brings you no return takes away from your future, your kid's future. Right? So step one, create a budget plan. And you say a reduction plan, an inhibiting plan, a budget, knowing where your numbers, what your numbers are, where your money goes. Look at how much do you make, your ins. Your outs, your bills, your expenses, your food, your rent, your cable, your electric, everything. When you get those numbers together, you'll be able to see if you have a positive or negative cash flow. A quick way to realize that is at your credit card, do you have more debt every month that goes by on your credit card? 
every three months? Is your end balance less or more than, than it was three months ago? If it's more, you have a negative cash flow. Let's take a look at what you're doing. And you do that by establishing a budget plan, by looking at your numbers, putting them in categories, saying this is all the money that I use on food. This is how much gas I spend every month for our two cars or for my car. Understanding your numbers, because once you put it on paper, I promise you, once you have it down in front of you, you will look at your numbers and, and you will be amazed at how much you spend on ridiculous stuff. Right? That is the biggest revelation I had was, holy smokes, I spend that much on food? I spent over $1,800 on food every month. Closer to 2000 probably, initially. Now we've reduced that to, you know, 500 or so for the month. And that's just, we're not eating any less. We're just changing what we're doing. Maybe we're not eating fast food so much. Or we're not going to expensive, but we save that expensive restaurant for once or twice a month instead of going every, every chance we get with friends or whatever. Now with this pandemic, even more so. Now we got a budget on EBT, not us. But there's people budgeting on welfare on, or they're, they're operating on their, their entire life on government assistance. Okay, let me teach you how to budget on EBT and on welfare and on SNAP and on WIC. Right? That's what we do. We look at all your sources of income, all your sources of where you receive, and we look at how much going out and we make them work. Right? This is what I'm headed. This is what I'm talking about. Step one, create your budget plan. If you need help creating your budget plan, get in touch with me. Reach out to me. I will put my email in, this, in the link of this podcast. Reach out to me. Right? If, if you don't have access to, to look at that, my email is jxkahee, J-A-Y-X-K-A-H-E-E, at gmail.com. Reach out to me. We will create a budget plan for you. We will get you started on this so that we can move forward to the next level where we're now we're maximizing every dollar that you earn. So... I look forward to the next episode because I'm going to go down a little further and teach you guys a little bit more because now I've told you guys what I wanted to do. Now I want to start showing you guys exactly what to do. That's the only way we're going to move forward is if we help each other. So mahalo for tuning in. Mahalo for staying all the way to the end. Reach out to me if you think you could use some assistance in that area or if you know somebody who you think can. Reach out to me. I promise you, I will get back to you and we will start working on on you and your finances and your situation in your life. And if you give me the chance, we'll make it better. We create this new Kanaka that I speak of and we start with you. So have a blessed day. You guys wear your mask. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Aloha. Shoots.